1: Hello and welcome to Sports Virgins, the podcast from Pomodo, where a pair of total sport novices, that's me, Amy Vos, and me,
2: Matt Richardson,
1: get to learn all about the world of sport.
2: On this episode, we discussed prize money. Yeah. I
1: thought you said when you said ATP, I thought you meant eight as in 80 pence, eight zero pence, but you mean <laughs> as the, the prize letters. money. Snooker.
2: A fart, thank God, because it's a tedious sport. Yeah. yeah,
1: And UFC. What? Like Love Island or something? But fighting. Welcome to Sports Virgins. Sports Virgins, welcome back. How are we all? Very oh, good, you mean virgins. us? Yeah,
2: good, good. I mean, I don't consider myself a sports virgin anymore. I feel like I've at least Ooh. reached sports second base.
1: Oh, he's still on the baseball. I actually learnt something outside of this podcast about sport at the weekend, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, Is that cheating,
3: though? I feel like you're cheating on me right now, Yeah, I do feel like it's cheating. No,
1: I don't know. It was more about the etiquette than the actual sport. So I know we've touched on golf Mm. and how we're only really interested in it, Matt and I. If if it's like, you know, um, crazy golf, that would be good fun. Anyway, there was some friends of ours we were chatting to who, they went golfing with a guy. And they said that during the, what do you call it, a match game? What do you call it?
3: round 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 the okay, golf yeah
1: he did a thing where where when it went off into the bushes he went and picked up the golf ball and that's basically cheating right
3: i mean if, if you hit it into the woods or the rough then obviously you need to try and find it and then you need to play it from where it is mm. but if you either can't find it if it's not playable you are allowed to pick it up and then drop it somewhere else but you take a penalty shot for that so he was saying that he basically sneakily just picked it up and like Check this, and we're safer.
1: Yeah, apparently, he kept doing that, and they were like, "He is a golfing cheat," and I was like, "Ooh."
2: Um, you have to. You gain a few shots, don't you, if you do it? Basically.
3: Yeah, exactly. So you take a penalty shot, but the, the tactic is that if you if you find a ball and you just claim it's yours because they all look the same. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh,
1: um, I see. Right, but
3: but but what you got to look out for is if you're playing with a let's say a tight list. And the balls are Callaway. Then you know, obviously, you need to be mindful of. I
1: don't know the last two things you just said. It's they're like both. In a they're
3: both brands of golf ball and golf yes. equipment. Oh,
1: when you said titleist, I thought you meant like the leader, like the best golfer. Like no, if no. you're like won the title.
2: Like if you're okay. like um, uh, prejudiced, but like I'm titleist, so I only like people with titles. Like that. <laughs> Is that what you thought he meant?
1: I'm. I'm, I'm just. I'm just all round lost. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll only <laughs> hang out with
2: viscounts minimum.
1: Right. Yeah. It's just the etiquette side of it is a whole other... You could learn a sport, but I think A whole other ball like game. Well, it is. I was trying to think of another phrase, and there really isn't one, so... There,
3: there's, a, a, on. yeah, there's a lot of honesty calls in golf, and it's quite easy to spot a cheater. Ooh. Apparently Donald
2: Trump's a real bad cheater when it comes to golf.
1: I am surprised by Can that information. <laughs> well, uh, he doesn't re- lose we it anything. We need to recount,
2: okay? Okay, recount. Um, LAUGHTER
1: it must be so infuriating playing with him because he will literally ever never would concede, would he? He would literally just be—he he, um, just—he no,
3: no. he won, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, ridiculous. he
1: owns most of the golf courses,
3: probably, so you're not allowed. Yeah, to true.
1: Okay, so anything else that we've missed in the? Well, we've inevitably probably missed in the. Sporting world, Dylan Fuller's in. Yeah,
3: do you know what? There was a lot of really interesting stories around the sports world this weekend. A uh, couple of things. So, to start off with, the rugby was back on, but nothing really interesting happened there, to be honest with you. But we'll gloss over that one pretty quickly. Um, uh, in the swimming, so Adam Peaty, who is the greatest English. Uh, Swimmer at the moment, so he broke the world record in the 100 meter breaststroke on the weekend. So I
1: think I've met him. Is he Nottingham? Maybe I don't know. Is he from from
2: Leicester? Is
3: that what you're going
1: to ask? Just trying to crowbar in a Midlands vibe. I don't think it was Leicester. Might be Nottingham. So (laughs) when he got to the end, did
2: did Tony the Tiger give him the trophy or? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the trophy.
1: Did he get for that? Where on his you throw that one on your trunks?
3: <laughs> <laughs> but th- thankfully, he remembered the number of lengths he was doing. So at least not, unlike the Lithuanian guy the other day, he didn't oh stop. God, poor early. bloke. <laughs> oh, yeah, so he, he, he broke the world record. It was his own world record. So he's broken that m- multiple times. He's going to be one of the greatest ever swimmers from the UK, I would have thought. He's still young, but he will be, I'm sure. Uh, in the tennis, it was the ATP finals at the O2. Are you familiar with what that is at all?
2: Yes, it's um, a, a tennis tournament. In the arena, it's indoor tennis, which right. is different to badminton. Uh, Who knew? Well,
1: well done. Badminton, I badminton's underrated. I think badminton's a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, I like badminton because it's like you're always watching it in a slow motion replay.
3: <laughs> yeah, and you could
1: do really big shots, and they like they're quite easy, <sighs> but it feels massive, and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. Really Nailed that. Yeah. I thought you said when you said ATP, I thought you meant eight, as in eighty pence, eight zero pence, but you mean <laughs> as the, the prize letters- money. ATP, right?
3: (laughs) The letters ATP. The the prize money was a slightly higher than 80 pence. Um so the ATP finals, this is the season ending championship. So the top eight players in the world at the end of the season, they play in a bit of a tournament to see basically who who wins the overall. It's not really a league, but it's regarded as the fifth grand slam outside of the you know the four main grand slams. So it's quite a a prestigious thing to win. But it's it's trying to be a grand slam. So it's a bit like that guy who says he's the fifth Beatle. Yeah, exactly. That's it's a sort bit of a of wannabe. It's a Who is that? Yeah, yeah. He's called George something, I don't know. But the good thing about that is, so you had Danny Medvedev beat Dominic Team in the 4TM, however he pronounce his name, in the final. And they both beat Nadal and Djokovic in the semi-final. So maybe this is a bit of a changing of the guard in terms of tennis, where you've had mm. you know Djokovic, Federer and Nadal have dominated for so many years. So hopefully now we're going to see a few more younger players taking them, taking them on. Because they aren't all quite old for tennis now, aren't they, really? Yeah, well, Federer
2: certainly is. I'm not sure about Nadal. How old is Federer? Actually.
3: I think he's about 36 ish. I don't know I mean, guessed. it's yeah. mental
2: that that's. He doesn't look. He looks a lot older than that, doesn't he? Does
3: he does look older.
1: And I yeah, feel like because he's been in good. our lives so long, but maybe he's almost ready to retire to his homeland in me- Spain. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It's all that
3: Mediterranean sun. That's
2: you know. That's why he looks so old. He's not putting
3: yeah, on enough sunscreen.
1: Exactly.
3: Oh, he's 39, actually. So he's a bit older than I thought. She's 39. All right. Ooh, but I think Djokovic and Nadal are probably like 34. Ish, you know, so they've okay. still got a few more miles on the clock, but uh, hopefully, we'll start seeing uh, some of these younger guys taking them on a bit more. Uh, the, the Premier League returned this weekend, um, and as per usual, there was more VAR shenanigans.
1: I'm confused because I thought that had restarted ages ago.
3: Well, okay, sorry, it, it, it restarted it. ages ago, but it stopped for the international break for about two weeks. Oh. So it yeah. It must be but,
1: so out of sync with the virus and everything. Is everything just a bit of a mess at the moment?
2: Zoom football's not quite as fun, is it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: But I did hear isn't it they did announce today that they're gonna be allowing people back into stadiums. So that's yeah, good I did news, that, right? Yeah. Are yeah. they?
2: Mm, yeah. Only
1: a so, set it's like a thousand well it depends on the size and stuff, but yeah. What,
2: so to go back to this, what is V A R?
3: Well, come on, this is something I was going to ask you. Have you heard of VAR? Is it
1: it
2: virtual or augmented reality? Is that what it is? No. Uh,
3: No.
1: VAR is when they watch a decision back and then they decide whether or not it was a penalty or whether it was offside or anything like that. But but I guess the controversy is it can ruin a game at times because it takes a lot of time, is it? Well,
3: yeah, there's a lot of controversy around it. So the acronym stands for Video Assistant Referee. Nowhere near, with my guess. (laughs) Virtual was close, I guess. Virtual
2: Augmented Reality Uh, does sound like a thing,
3: though. Yeah, it does sound like a thing.
1: It is a thing, I'm sure, but Okay,
3: cool, cool. Not in football. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand why football have got it so wrong, to be honest because other sports have seen huge success in a video ref style functionality. So like cricket is a big integral part of the game. Tennis is the same with Hawkeye. Rugby has seen good success with it. But yeah, football, I don't know, just doesn't, hasn't seemed to have worked. And I guess maybe it's because a lot of the decisions are a bit more subjective than sort of black and white. Uh, and also I think generally football people, obviously this is coming as a rugby man, but football people just love to moan about something. you know beforehand they love to moan that the ref got it wrong but now it's not the ref it's VAR so there's always something that they're gonna you know
1: direct their anger towards I know it obviously would never happen or work but imagine like to really jazz sport up if they took a decision and you had like buzzers in the crowd like in who wants to be a millionaire and you could do like 50-50 like (laughs) you know Like, how cool would that be if you could actually be involved in a decision? Obviously, it would not work because you've got opposing teams, but...
2: Amy, you don't want them to jazz sport up because otherwise this podcast wouldn't exist. This is basically (laughs) what we're doing, is jazzing up a bit of sport.
3: (laughs) Good point. Exactly. So, yeah, VAR, I'm sure this will be an ongoing talking point throughout the year, but uh, every single week there seems to be some more like shenanigans and controversies and dramas around it, but, yeah, it's a bit tedious, really. Bloody get over it, football fans. (laughs) <laughs> they should just accept.
1: It, football fans love that. Just get over it, guys. You, know you know lost what, guys? a game. Come yeah, on, it's I, only a game.
2: It's only a game. It's 22 men kicking a ball on a field. Like, why don't you chill out a bit? Yeah, just accept that the referee's decision is final. The nice referee is not a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: just a lovely chap. He's probably a. The got referee, the
2: in this case, is binary code. So let's just all chill out, shall we? Exactly. You,
1: you should sit down, Matt, with like proper football hooligans and just have it out, you know, just. Just be like.
3: What's with all the fisticuffs?
1: Yeah,
2: but stilliness. That's a
3: good, it's a good point, though, with the whole the referees are wanker chants. Like, now that crowds are going to return to football, I wonder if the you know the football supporters have come up with some new chants around VAR, because the referee's not a wanker anymore, so what, what's the new chant going to be?
1: Yeah, good point. So yeah, really hopefully, good. hopefully they've been quite creative, because I have heard... Some chance we thought before, I thought that's a bit disappointing. It'll be something, surely, it'll be
3: something
2: like they'll be going, You've had your job taken by a MacBook or something (laughs) along those
3: lines. (laughs) Ah. Very good. So, yeah, how do
1: they, how do the fans like learn? So, oh, I don't know, it's like some horrible song about when you know, when like David started dating Victoria and yeah, a current one, we all know, yeah, that's all (laughs) I can (laughs) think. (laughs) <laughs> do they do they circulate the lyrics in the crowd or do a few people start chanting it and then it picks up How, yeah so yes again. They,
3: they have a hymn sheet that they uh, distribute before no they don't um, I think uh, I guess the, there's a core group of people who tend to lead these things and they meet down the pub my, and um, I, I've often wondered it myself to be honest my think.
2: brother's really into the chants and is on like the Reading FC forums where they're like right lads this oh, is the one we're singing okay. and he'll like read up on it so he can sing with them all oh, really? so, so, yeah, so yeah, there the is, forums,
3: like, is it? a hardcore faction where they work it all out I've often thought with those uh, chants that whoever starts it off. It's a, it's quite a brave thing to do, isn't it, in, in a football mm. stadium where there's like forty thousand people, or there's a couple of thousand people around you. It's quite a brave thing to stand up and start singing on your own. Because what if nobody sings along with you?
1: Yeah, it's quite. Embarrassing. I mean,
3: that's a show I would watch. <laughs>
1: <Like>. <laughs> Maybe this is an idea for a show, Matt, where we put you in stadiums and we give you some yeah. quite complex lyrics, something. That's and to not see, that see if I can do
2: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. see
1: what you can really get out there. Who's the
2: guy? Who's the guy that does the military wives choir? That, we should get him involved. <laughs> Gareth thingy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and just be like, Gareth Malone goes into a football ground and tries to get football
3: chants going.
2: That uh, is a TV show.
3: There we go. That's a winner. Uh, so on to the next one. So the UFC has been happening you know, almost weekly, actually. Um, so it was UFC 255 on the weekend. And Are they doing it, was- it on this island? Yeah, UFC Island, yeah. yeah, yeah what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like
1: Love Island or something? Mm,
3: yes, but no. But
1: fighting.
3: Yeah, so there's an actual island that they all go to and they quarantine and they get in a bubble and it's all safe. Bought, they've yeah. bought a private island to do yeah. UFC on.
1: No way. Where is the island? Is it somewhere amazing?
2: It's like undisclosed, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say I don't know why somewhere... they need
1: to do that. I wouldn't dare go there. I mean...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine trying to break into UFC Good Island. Good luck. I mean, but it does sound like a bit like a Fort Boyard rip-off, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah. But the story here is that a fighter called Mike Perry. So you, okay. you know, when uh, fighters, whether it's boxing or UFC or anything, they have their walk-on music, like their yes. music, and you know, it's, it's quite an integral part of the whole thing. You know, it's motivational for them. It's something that is planned for weeks in advance. Um, but anyway they played the wrong song on the entrance to his fight bear in mind this guy is ready to go to war in a second and they play the wrong song so did you see this at all or i did NHS? see the
1: clip I no i've see not seen
3: clip, it. please but... explain it to me because i'm in the dark so a- amy do, do you remember what the actual song was
1: wasn't it beyonce halo
3: yeah correct I mean,
1: that <laughs> not... it was the
3: wrong song <laughs> correct yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't it was actually know meant do you know to the... be I'm not sure what the song was meant to be, actually. Um, But they played Beyonce. It's it's one of the worst walkthroughs. It's not really the vibe, is it?
2: The only thing that would be worse is if Dido came on (laughs)
1: live. He's
2: just ready to go. And it's like, and I want to thank. Like, yeah, it's just not. It needs to be something big, doesn't it, surely? And, like, serious and exciting.
1: You could, like, if it was Beyonce, at least if it had been something a little bit meatier, like Crazy in Love or Formation, who run the work, like, but the fact that it was, I can see your halo. Halo. I mean, it's such a lovely song, but... (laughs)
3: Uh, what? Dear.
1: How did I didn't see the bit? How he reacted? Did he go with it?
3: So I think he embraced it. First of all, he was like, "What the f is this?" Like confused. Yeah. But then, to be fair, he played up to it. and He started like singing top of his voice on oh, so. that You know
2: what though? What a classy move! I
3: think. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, you know, I mean, that's he, prob- he he lost, but. You can blame well, Beyonce for that's that. That's why. But or or maybe the the opposing fighter paid the sound guy off and said, All right, do me a favor and st- oh. stitch stitch him up." But then but then you
2: sneak into rather than UFC, like that's the kind of storyline you'd find in WWE, and that yeah. would then get me into UFC. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So
1: I uh, just uh, they're making yeah. a TV show around the actual island, like behind the scenes. Or, are they? No, no, are they? Because they should be. What like, with like Ian F- Sterling F- Island Yeah. tonight.
2: <laughs> On UFC Island, there's yeah. trouble in paradise as Ewan <laughs> has a conversation at the fire pit
3: with Henry.
1: <laughs> exactly. I would watch that.
3: Yeah. So that was quite amusing. You know, it, it didn't make me think that, it, you know, if Amy had a job as a sound person for UFC, maybe that's the kind of thing that she would do.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, so, the next story is back to the world of football. So, Sheffield Wednesday played Preston in the championship. So, you know, you'd think, not a huge new story. But what happened there, and again, I don't know if you saw this, but there was a player called Darnell Fisher who grabbed the genitals of one of the Sheffield Wednesday players called Callum Patterson. Really? So, oh. he, he gave him a bit, of a bit of a tickle in the balls. On purpose? Well, it looked, all looked a bit weird. To be honest with you, um, he, he, it's been investigated, so he'll probably get fined or banned or something. But Re- okay, fair I enough. I mean, that's You legit. know, the, the other guy wasn't trying to fight him or anything. Um, it all looked a bit weird. I'm not sure whether they're friends. And they're Are you sure you're fun. watching the right video of this?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Watch it. It's, uh, I
2: mean, it was very strange true. when there was no one else in the locker room. They started kissing and sucking each other's willies. Like it was just. <laughs> I don't it was really all very what's loving. Going on. <laughs> I found it on this, uh, it's it's on hottwinks.com, the video, if anyone wants to see it. (laughs) (laughs) I was about
1: to ask what Hot Twinks is but I don't think I should
2: it's yeah you don't want to know Uh,
1: I mean if the other guy was up for it though and was okay with it it, can they drop the investigator I suppose yeah who knows I I guess
3: it definitely wasn't like a a grab and a tug that's a terrible word to use isn't it a grab and a yank no that yank is a bad word as well but anyway it was more of a tickle
2: (laughs) was it Was it? But are they like are they potentially friends and it was like a jovial little thing rather than it being like I'm gonna hurt you or even I've just grabbed you by accident.
3: Well, it definitely wasn't an accident. Potentially they are mates, but I guess time will tell. The, there's what, more to come from the story. Is
1: that what boys do as mates? You just do a little ball tickle? I,
3: I mean, guess? look, so, you're, talking, uh, you're talking to the wrong people.
2: I'm in show business and he played rugby. So <laughs> yes, it is absolutely
3: what we do. <laughs> well, so, so this actually happened in the Six Nations.
1: Was I was going to say, year? I remember that. I remember that happening, yeah. What yeah,
3: happened? happened in the Six Nations? So Joe Marler, who plays for England and you know, is well known as, as a bit of a clown really he's a bit of a joker um he gave Alan Wynne Jones who's the world's captain he gave him 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 a bit of a tickle in the balls but they used to play with each other so it, it am still do, by the joke. sounds of it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that that was clearly a joke but he still got f- uh, banned for 10 weeks for doing that did he really Ten weeks? yeah oh
2: it's just God. not it's not professional but like no, if you not. work in an office with someone that you're mates with and like you're down the pub and you like have a bit of a tickle and a play and that's fine in an office it's not acceptable and that is how you look at people on a spot. yeah a lot of people say time. yeah and yeah
1: uh... ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue nile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's a couple of other high-profile
3: incidents of this. So back in the good old days when uh, Vinnie Jones grabbed Gaza's balls, but oh, in a very yeah. jokey way. So, yeah, but-, but it
1: looked quite aggressive, that one. Like the image of Gaza, like... Yeah, one, but you know.
3: it was one of those where I don't think I, I could be wrong here, but I don't think he got like fined and banned and stuff. It was just more seen as a joke back. then. Yeah, but days. it was different times back then, wasn't yeah, it? That was. I
1: mean, was. that was. I watched a, that Gaza documentary I mentioned the other week, when, and he did once take an ostrich to training just <laughs> as a as a practical joke. So yeah, you could get. I don't think you'd get away with that now, would you? Uh, you know what?
2: Imagine yeah. being Gaza's PA getting a call at <laughs> four in the morning while he's absolutely off his chops, going right. I need an ostrich at 10. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, As, here's, here's my Leicester yeah. mention. Apparently Gaz has moved to Leicester. My friend told me that on the weekend. Has so there really we go. There's my, there's my Leicester mention. I right. crowbarred it okay, unbelievable.
3: in. Unbelievable. No, unbelievable. No unbelievable. more will <laughs> no th- find was, it. There was one other incident of similar to the grabbing the genitals. The, the worst one of these that I've seen. There was a rugby league player in Australia called John Hoppowadi who his thing was when someone's in a tackle and they're trying to get the ball off him, he'd stick his finger up their bum
1: oh my god <gasps>
3: yeah that's yeah so he, he did it a couple of times and then he got yeah he, i think he got banned for a long time maybe banned for life i'm not quite sure what really yeah. and, and, and what,
1: jailed mate? maybe i think
3: because <laughs> there's that's the thing assault. With contact sports i suppose like you know
2: people make accidents sometimes Look, people you know are accidentally touch you inappropriately sometimes when you're doing anything contact but if you're doing it intentionally like that is that is bad behavior in in <laughs> He, when you can't just be like well it's all a bit of a laugh you're like well in the middle of a scrum you can't really ask them what their views on body autonomy are so you've got to definitely just <laughs> <Yeah>. like ban <laughs> yeah. these
1: people. feel it out
3: <laughs> yeah, well you know
1: sorry uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, so from uh, mo- moving on from fiddling with genitals onto another lighter story so this one's around ronnie o'sullivan uh do, do you know who ronnie Sullivan is yes yeah uh,
1: sneak player. S- oh damn it not, yes I got him before I did. I told you my Ronnie O'Sullivan story didn't I when I, I walked down Is a he high from street. Leicester? No he's not but I walked down a high street and I said to my boyfriend I went I know that guy I recognise him I think he's one of my teachers from my school and Kenny went what Ronnie O'Sullivan I went oh right yeah he's famous isn't he <laughs>
2: um- was he was he waiting outside a supermarket in a queue? Oh, here we oh, go. Here okay, we go. I just right, got that. <laughs> so that good. is that is me for today on
3: the podcast. <laughs> you two have fun, but I've definitely done my job. Uh, uh, so so <laughs> he he was in the Northern Ireland Open on the weekend, uh, or well for, for the last week. And any ideas where that was played? Ooh, I mean, this feels well, like a trick question. It
1: does, yeah, doesn't it?
3: Yeah. It feels like in, it's in in a silly world of twenty twenty. he was played in Milton Keynes, but oh, um,
1: okay, well, yeah, like no no, no particular reason,
3: but weather. all of the, the only the ira were like you keep that <laughs> yeah so anyway the, the story here even though he, he got to the final and and he ended up losing but the story here is that he farted during a match and it was a really loud one God. yeah it got really it, it got, oh it got captured on tv famously quiet <laughs> yeah. isn't it yeah exactly <laughs> uh,
1: okay I, I, how
3: bad was it? it you could definitely hear it and everybody like everyone stopped and looked and uh, it, initially he blamed the ref <laughs> and he said was that you and the ref was like, no. And he said, actually, I'm owning up to that. I'm proud of it. So I'm owning up to it. Well, no,
2: I mean, he wasn't owning up to it. It's just the ref said no and he didn't really have anywhere else to go, <laughs> <Yeah>. did he? <laughs> like he, he, he sort he of painted that... himself into a corner.
1: Is he done that deliberately to like, intim- not intimidate his <laughs> people, <laughs> put the opponent off or something? No, because... it,
3: it, it wasn't when the other guy was, was taking a shot, but he, apparently he had dodgy stomach all week and yeah, he just let one rip. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just—it's so... like
1: look at it. What, when does farting not be funny? I've I done mean... it before
2: when you've been in a situation, and I'm always just—I always just go, God, these this chair is just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where's that duck come Because I can hear yeah.
2: that. You know, the snooker used to always be on BBC Two, didn't it? Like back in the day before The Simpsons. And I mean, it's just a fart. Thank God, because it's a tedious sport. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, You see, I'm like, why have I not seen that on the internet this week? I want to Google that. Because no
2: one was watching it. That's the <laughs> problem with snooker. Like it's not really a fun sport to watch on telly.
3: Yeah. I mean, if if you're going to do a fart in a sport, then snooker is, is dry. It's silent. That's the sport mm. to do it in. But but here's... Like the perfect fart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really picks the environment dry uh,
3: and
2: silent Mwah, perfect so
3: is this another tv program you're pitching that's the perfect
2: dry and, dry, uh, the perfect <laughs> fart um it's going to be like um you know don't rock the boat 12 celebrities um eat baked beans for a week and try and achieve the perfect fart emma willis hosts i'm doing the spin-off show the perfect fart follow through that's going to be it on itv2 <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, I mean, it works. It, it does it. work.
1: I'd yeah. watch it. You could go to locations like a library or, you know, Absolutely. any other very... You know, normal and you like, this week
2: on A Perfect Fart, we've got people eating asparagus <laughs> or whatever it is that makes people fart. Oh,
1: so
3: so he, he, here's the irony of the snooker story is that the person he played in the final was called Judd Trump. Oh, <laughs> oh amazing come
1: on I, I, I was going to go I for
3: Danny he, McFarts but never mind <laughs> quite close
1: though I think uh, he, he did he do it on purpose because Ronnie O'Sullivan's character isn't he he's like a yeah. funny guy so maybe he had that planned all along I don't is know. he
2: a bit of a card is he one of
3: those guys Ronnie O'Sullivan he is he, He's he's a very controversial character speaks it's, his mind
2: is is old is trump a relation to donald trump so like it doesn't matter what's going to happen
3: like he's he's won the game <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe he's he's world number 1 at the moment and he wins a lot of tournaments so maybe he's like you know oh, paying people off is, is he an english guy trump he is yeah so yeah there we go that that sums up the sporting news <laughs> on uh, on the note of farting
2: look i mean When we started doing this show, I was like, "I don't think I want to hear about sports." And all I've learned every week is there is always a bit of sporting news that is absolutely for me, and it's that—that's the one it is this week. You know, I'm just learning that the things that happen in sport are silly and funny.
1: And you've developed a fabulous idea for a new TV show, so it's a real win-win.
2: Look, you know, when we're when we're doing uh, when we're doing the third series of uh, Silent and Dry. Um, wet stain on ITV2 um, with you know and um, I bet someone like if Kerry Katona is stood in the middle of a silent lift trying to fart her heart out I'll be thanking everyone on this podcast when I win the BAFTA oh
1: god right I think the only man who can restore a bit of sanity round here is this man it's time for Jog and Clop
2: hello spot virgins jargon club here this week's spotting jargon is the fosbury flop oh my god this is so exciting i think i know this yeah <laughs> the fosbury yeah. flop is i think i might know oh hang on A- amy do you do you think you know this
1: the fosbury flop i know the saying is it is it um is something in swimming
2: i, th- I think it's in diving <laughs> <laughs> no, you're both right.
3: <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, but, man, you, you, you are far more enthusiastic though. <laughs> I really, you know what? It. Even I, if you don't know, just a bit of gusto. That's all that you need. I mean, it, it makes sense. Like flop, flopping into the water. Fosbury that kind of makes sense. Why have I heard it? I know that. And I it's really have. annoying. I thought
1: me. it's when someone does a dive that's gone wrong. A Fosbury flop.
3: It's, it's in the athletics. It's one of the athletics.
1: Oh, um, it's triple jump. Oh, no, no, oh, no, yeah, no. Oh, no, high jump, no, high jump, right, yes with the pole. that's it when they the go pole. over, bingo, yeah. okay, yeah. right,
3: wait, 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 high jump is correct, with a pole is incorrect, because that's pole, oh. oh, right, okay, fine, I think okay, you need so. to
1: just explain what it is, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, basically
2: what happened was there, is we went through all of the sports <laughs> until we got to one yeah. that was right, Amy, I should do this. And oh, we were week.
1: confident on each one <laughs> with
2: um with 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 Dylan just looking at us like, why <laughs> the hell have I asked these two idiots to do a podcast with me? Like, you know, we just we just listen cross country skiing. Is it is it is it that? Oh, it's is football. it snowboarding but with with the poles?
3: <laughs> so the the Fosbury flop. So high jump is there's a bit of, there's a mat and there's a pole and you have to jump over the pole
1: basically. You see yeah, a pole? And- I said a. pole.
3: Okay, yeah, there was yeah, a pole. there was a pole involved. Yeah, so. yeah there is a pole, but
2: yeah. you're that's not using pole a pole. pole like, my head. Not like yeah. a gondola, which was the <laughs> oh, action I did not- to describe <laughs> it. <laughs> so
1: it's the hijack, but it's not the pole where you run up and you bounce off a pole. If that no, makes sense. That's,
2: no, exactly. that's pole, that vaulting pole? Amy, grow grow pole
1: vaulting, Amy. Grow
2: up. I mean, I only found that out
3: 45 seconds ago from old, uh, old sport rayman man here, but... So in in the high jump, so people used to run up to it and basically try and jump over it by any means possible, but typically they kind of use their legs first or try and like dive over it. But the the Fosbury flop in 1968, a US athlete called Dick Fosbury, um, he decided to jump backwards over the bar. So it's kind of like head first backwards where he arches his back over the bar. Mm. Um, and there, there's a real technique to it because you know you need to you run in on a certain angle and you need to set off on a certain speed and trajectory. So it's quite technical and it's quite hard to do. But yeah, you, you kind of go backwards head first over the pool.
2: I'm just really disappointed they had an opportunity to call it the Dick Flop and they didn't. <laughs> like, come on, guys.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't. Even, like I, I, the Fosbury Flop is what? already
2: funny, but like you could have really had a home run there.
1: <laughs> they did not think that through. No, um, they didn't. Yeah, I remember having to try and learn this at school and it was really I hard was really, really embarrassing. And I remember thinking yeah. I'm break my neck.
3: Yeah, But yeah, you know what? Exactly. Thank God you learned it because day-to-day life now, doesn't that come in <laughs> useful? <laughs> so so the reason why they didn't do it beforehand, or maybe they didn't think of it, but before they used to land in sand or quite a thin mat. So it wasn't really oh. good to be landing on your back or head first. So uh, as, as soon as they developed a thicker matting, old Dick thought, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go head first backwards.
2: I really liked high jump at school. Like of all the, I mean, I, I quite like track and field, but like I found it when you got it right, it is really satisfying to get that flop right.
3: I mean, anytime you're just jumping on a big, thick blue mat is quite satisfying. That was good fun, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, how was your high jump skills?
1: Oh, not very good. I'm not sure I ever achieved one. Yeah, I can't, I yeah, d- I don't think I ever did it. I so think so I m- maybe just the,
3: the floor to the mat is kind of the jump for you.
1: I think I attempted that and I just found it a bit intimidating. Um a bit like when you do a headstand I'm like no way it's going to break my neck. So It's um, not a
2: short person's game the high jump. It's
1: really not. It is Whereas
2: not. Whereas I game. I always quite enjoyed it because I'm being quite tall, you mm-hmm. have a slight advantage.
1: Yeah, I think it's quite a lot of bravery. I just How don't... was
3: yours Dylan since you're asking? You know, you're Mr. sportsman. <sighs> nah, average to be honest. With you. I, you know, I was better at stuff like, you know, the running and throwing, but that was I'm not massively tall so that wasn't my strongest point. It's quite, it's quite so, a hard it's quite a hard skill to do, to be honest with you.
1: So the Fosbury flop is actually a good thing because it must be the only thing in sport where a flop is a positive thing.
3: Yeah, I guess so. That's a good point, yeah. But I will yeah. always
1: remember it as the dick flop now.
3: So keep your eyes peeled in the Olympics uh, next year for the Fosbury flop. You know, it's quite Does everyone do it? Quite, yeah, everyone does it. It's it's yeah, now it's the standard. It, it's the go-to technique. Yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. what I thought. And it's, But it's imagine if
1: you if you did develop a, a, a high jump now where you like ran and went over with your legs first or something, that would be super
0: cool now, wouldn't it? Like you'd have to amazing. nail it. But a lot can happen in 3 years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly 3 years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com
3: yeah i'd work on amazing. that if i
0: was good at jumping
3: but yeah that's it uh that's it from good old jargon for this week thanks very much I always mean, enlightening but at least at least we're getting confident enough to guess now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah with your success rate of guessing i can't wait for the quiz
1: but now it's time for the quiz so we are gonna have to uh really get serious because it's still yeah. it's uh, neck and neck aren't we
3: it is still neck and
2: Yet neck. We are 29 29, I believe.
1: Oh, it's going to be tense on Quiz Akabusi.
3: Question one Who won the first ever Rugby World Cup? Okay, uh, Amy. Italy. Matt. I've gone for an Amy approach.
2: Bill has won the rugby world cup he won it the first time a guy called bill no um france
3: is what i've gone for oh france is close uh, the answer is new zealand how is, how france, is france, france close, close?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> i think hang in on, the grand scheme on. of things okay go on go on you because the context new zealand beat france in the final oh I see. what uh, year was okay. that that was in 1987 oh that's, that's... really recent yeah yeah, so yes, yeah, quite a new thing for, for rugby I world cups. Trapped,
2: yeah. I, my logic was it'll be somewhere that's close to England because we would uh, have, right. you know, exported it in the eighteen hundreds.
3: Yeah, no, I was wrong. <coughs> no, world cups are quite new. Uh, Italy, yeah, w- way off. They actually lost by about eighty points to New Zealand in that tournament. So, mm, wow. they, on another day, they could have won. So, you know, should
1: have know. known that. Yeah, they're a good squad over there. Okay,
3: they? question number two: What distance did Mo Farah win a gold medal in? So if you're paying attention to I'm a Celebrity, you might know this.
2: He's very funny in it, isn't he?
3: He's, he's a good booking.
2: I thought he'd be a bit dry in there, but he's great fun. Yeah. I've
1: not watched it yet. Um, okay, Amy, like do you, do you want to go wrong. first on this one?
3: Just guess a distance, mate. I'll, uh, I'll give you a clue, Amy. There's, there's two to choose from.
1: 1,500?
3: Uh-uh. No. 4,000? Uh, oh, close So he won his first gold medal in the 5,000. Then the second in the 10,000. So So 5,000. The 4,000's not a thing, is it? It's not a thing. Uh, Okay, so question number three. How many games make up a set in tennis?
1: A set.
3: Yes, so Matt's looking cocky, which means I'm going to get it wrong. (laughs) 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 Okay, Amy, are you ready? Seven. Uh, Matt. Six. The answer is six.
0: Ah.
3: So Amy, you're not you know, you're not completely wrong because um, the tiebreaker at the end of a set is first a seven but that's what I was thinking
1: I was like you have games. to be one over in the, tie like, bre- must- and
3: the yeah in the tiebreaker that is the case but you, you just need to get to six yeah and you need to win by two games hence why sometimes you do go to seven but six to get to, to a set stop
1: it's looking so only... smug Richardson
3: it's the only spot I know anything about um, I've
2: done a few bits weirdly for Wimbledon like I don't know why but like years ago Mian Goran Ivanisevic. Okay. Um, we we did some alternative commentary to Wimbledon together. Um, and uh, the point was that I didn't know anything. He was so angry to be working with me, I can't quite describe him.
1: Why was he so angry with you? Well, what? because
2: like we were doing it on this big screen and it was like a public event. So he'd be going, well, it's a very good shot. And I'd be like, tell oh, is it good because he did a little thing with his foot? And he'd be like, no, that is the opposite of good. And like, just <laughs> oh. obviously just thought I was this clown. But anyway, I digress.
3: Carry on. go around. Okay. So question number four. How many points do you need to win a game in squash? Uh, Amy? 25
2: I've got an interesting fact about squash before I give my answer. Legally, you have to be a middle-aged white businessman to play it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's the real,
2: Like everyone in the, the Olympic teams, even the women's Olympic teams, they're all bankers. It's unbelievable. <laughs> 14 is my guess. Uh, okay, so the answer oh, yeah. is nine. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, well.
3: sure,
2: you look... Yeah, You're learning something. I didn't even Uh, realise there were rules. I just thought it was just an anger kind of fitness thing. Yeah.
3: Mm. I I, uh, thoroughly recommend squash, actually. It's a great sport to play. Well, when lockdown's over, that's the first thing we're doing together. Indeed, indeed. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so question number five. How many runs do you get for hitting the ball over the boundary in cricket without bouncing? Matt, do you want to go first? Four. Amy. Ten. (laughs) The answer is six. (laughs) <laughs>
1: oh nearly
3: so, so Matt You're we both um,
1: very close
2: I was so, the
3: closer yeah well you, you get a four if the ball goes over the boundary but if it's bounced
2: oh that's what I was thinking
3: about yeah. so uh, okay so where are we now question number six so what what country is Pep Guardiola from I
1: mean Have you a, very, a, a very sexy one <laughs> sorry
3: uh, do you know who he is
1: yes I've got quite a crush um, he's
3: a footballer so, well, he, he? he was a footballer.
2: He was. What is he now?
3: Dead? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Do I? Well, I'll tell you after you've given your your guesses. Gwenaëlle, you go fist. Uruguay. Hey. I
1: the question. Is it where he's from? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Italy.
3: No, Spain.
1: Oh, oh well, Spain's you know what, got it in for me.
2: I would, I would argue, I'm the closest because they did colonise Uruguay. So <laughs>
1: he uh, has so, got <laughs> a, an absolutely smashing selection of scarves as well, hasn't
3: he? Yeah, he's a very stylish man. Oh, Maybe he that's why I thought he was Italian, but yeah, he's a very stylish man. He's the manager of Man City, Matt. Current? Manager. Is he not a footballer? Uh, he was, He played for Spain many times in Barcelona, but he's now the manager of Man City. Okay, fine, nice. Okay, we're not doing too well on this one, are we? No. Uh, number <laughs> no, this is, this is a shocker. <clears throat> number seven. Name one team that David Moyes has managed. David so, Moyes? Yeah, I'll give you a clue. He's a football manager. Well, you'd hope. If, if, not just walking in, is he? <laughs> and I'll give you another clue as we're struggling here. Um, he's managed three Premier League teams. What, name one team that David Moyes has managed. Amy.
1: Man United
3: Matt Arsenal The answer is You could have had West Ham You could have yeah. had Everton Yeah Or you could have had Man United
1: Yay I got a point God's
3: sake Woo. Well done Amy
1: And what's funny is, is The other club I was going to mention Was none of the other two So luckily
3: go for that. <laughs> Good on you Okay Now this should be an easy one Question number eight Who is the current captain Of the England football team? I see some panicky faces in front of me. Oh no! I know this is wrong as well. Okay, so uh, Matt, you want to go first then? Um,
2: I'll give you the first answer I wrote down. That's only fair. Gareth Southgate. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only name that came to my head, and he's the... and he's. I know it's not him, but I can't think of another footballer right now.
1: You said captain, right?
3: Captain, yeah. Right, Harry Kane. Yes, correct, Amy. Yay! Harry Kane. God's sake. He is the. Ca- I mean,
1: Southgate's the manager, Matt, isn't he? Correct,
3: correct. Yeah. He's the manager. So
1: you were close.
3: I'm glad. I'm glad he was like involved at least. Question number nine. Um, so where is Eden Park? I think this is going to be a tough one, but it is related to one of the other earlier questions. A- Amy,
1: um, as a guess, I'll go rugby.
3: No, where? Oh, as in rugby, the place.
1: Oh no! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Wait, where is Eden Park? Okay, New Zealand.
3: Okay, so, Matt. (laughs) I think it's where Everton play. Wrong. The answer is New Zealand. Amy's on three in the bounce. That
0: is a. That's not fair. There's
2: only 200 countries. That's like a 0.5% chance if you guess.
0: Wow. Who
2: play at Eden Park? New Zealand play at Eden Park. There's only like nine people in that country, fair enough. And Um, uh, it's it's where the Rugby World Cup final was played. What's Everton's ground called? It's a Goodison Park. I mean, you know, who who knows that? Like, who knows the difference of those two? I I think I speak for the majority here when I say that question. Well, in I,
1: I got that out of a guess that Dylan kindly gave us a clue that it was based on oh, another okay. question, so, so I went rugby. That's why I, I nearly. That's, put that's why wall. I said rugby.
2: I was like, "Oh, it'll be near the Eden Project, Eden Park, won't it?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last question: Who is Ernie Els? How do you, how are you spelling Els? E L S. Oh yeah. Okay. Thanks.
1: Because that'll Thank. make the difference. Yeah. <laughs> Are you googling?
2: No, I'm not googling. Like I'm, I'm going to lose this with my pride intact. Amy, you're looking quite confident.
1: No, not really. I've just gone for a guess. Um, but I guess I'll go in with confidence.
2: Okay. And? I
1: think I would imagine a darts player.
3: Okay, Matt. I've also put darts player. No You've way. Gone for the Barry Smith route. Yeah. The answer is golf.
2: Oh, Look, I've started to click that the quiz is sort of vaguely related to the things we've talked about before. So maybe we should start just, you know, start going for the things that <laughs> you know you've said previously. You, you mean you've worked me out? I haven't worked you out, but like, there's a theme to each episode. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, I've listened. Yeah. I've listened to six of these now. I know what's going on. <laughs>
3: Yeah, exactly. So, what, what were the scores on the doors on that particular round? So um, It is now
2: 32 to Amy and 30 to me.
1: Oh, really? okay. How? I only got three in that round. How
3: I only got did one.
1: You did you? <laughs> so oh, wow. So, okay. 3-1
3: to Amy. It, it was looking pretty after zero from five, but... Yeah. I think you really There's
1: came back
2: in the second half.
1: I really did, yeah. I'm Just like...
2: A- like just like England in the 1996 That's
1: World Cup? That's it, what? yeah, it's a game of two halves, Matt. This I'm is the not... thing, you know... <laughs>
0: You know what,
2: weirdly, I had a, um, I had an electrician at my house today and he was talking about something with football. And I was like, right, I host a sports podcast. I can do this. And we were talking about football and everything I said out of my mouth, it looked like um, someone was pricking him with a needle as I said it because he was going, <laughs> like, I'm making this face like he was in pain because it was all so wrong. But I said it with such gusto
1: yeah.
2: that like he was just like, yeah were
1: you just regurgitating him. things from this pocket? did you tell him about Bill Smith, that darts player in Australia? Is that what? You-, you know
2: what I told him about I was like, well, pff, Ryan Bloody Reynolds <laughs> yeah but <laughs> he bloody bought Wrexham, hasn't he?, Yeah. Ugh. and they're doing middling like I just yeah. it was yeah, it was a real shot as soon as I started the conversation, I instantly regretted it.
1: Well, you tried, and that's all we can do at the moment, isn't it? We're all trying, and uh
3: and you're learning. That's we're, we're learning.
1: Think. Well, we hope so. We hope so. We're learning. So. If you're
3: not laughing, you're what
1: learning. What a surprise. What a surprise. 32-30. <laughs> Still all to play for. There's a sporting phrase thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a sporting yes, phrase. Yes, it is all to play for, isn't but it? it kind of, that's what it? they say in games at halftime, surely. When well, it's you like, know what?
2: The ball's in your court, Amy. So exact, I don't thank what you. I'm saying anymore. Yeah.
1: It's, oh, no, I've said a game of two halves. Anyway, yeah, it's a knockout.
2: <laughs> they think it's all over.
1: <laughs> it is now. Well, I think we're uh, armed. Well, you are armed, Matt, with some more uh, information for your electrician. Hopefully, you can go in with some chat about yep, the. Matt's uh,
2: very excited to come round tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Maybe you could move on to a different sport, find out what he's really into. Uh, like
3: for you... Black Bloody Gareth Southgate, managing England. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you going to be wearing your virtual augmented reality headset when he's walking?
2: I in? am. I'm going to be like, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, how's your day been? Because I'll tell you what's bloody go- got my goat, VAR. <laughs> am I right? Like, oh, am
1: I right? Controversial, hey? You're armed. You're armed with all this it's like information. Like
2: magic. I'm going to be a conversational god.
1: And if you're a sports virgin like me and Matt, then maybe this is hopefully this is arming you with lots of uh, lots of info as well. I feel like we're we're providing a service, and that's um, that's encouraging. I think.
2: Yeah, I think this absolutely is like we're you know we're showing the public how to behave and how to act, and it's okay to be a sports virgin
1: absolutely so dylan thanks again for educating us thank you dylan uh we will uh, try not to watch any sport this week and you can fill us in again next week with jargon klopp Thank you for listening to Sports Virgins, a Pomodo production. Please follow us and like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And you can
2: follow us on your social media platform of choice. We are at Sports Virgins. Follow us, tell us some sports facts, or more preferably, tell us that you know less than us.
1: That would help, or any kind of sporting stupidity, please.